Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Brenton on Tour podcast. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, but hey, just kind of hanging out, you know, not feeling overly creative, not feeling totally like banging out a podcast. I'm already doing the kids on the escalator, um, working, I'm doing a few other things. So I was taking a break. I was actually like, you know what? I need to take a break. I need to clear my head. I need to start fresh. Still sort of doing that. Okay, still sort of doing that. I'm not quite there yet because it's a lot of work doing these podcasts, but it's a lot of fun to do for you guys to listen and uh, weigh in and do all the things that you've been doing. And I really, really, really appreciate it. So I just wanted to kind of revisit, say, hey, it's Wednesday. Let's put out another episode. Hope you guys are all doing great. Hope you're feeling awesome. It is phase three in British Columbia of uh, the restart plan for um this amazing province of ours that uh, generally speaking has been ahead of the curve the whole time. I am not here to debate you. I'm not here to get into it with anybody. I'm not here to be like, should they have done it? Should they have not have done it? I'm just here to give you the facts. It's exciting for me to talk about reopening in phase three, but first bit of an update. I was asked a question today about how I'm feeling. Now, listen, I got the vax. I'm up for the second shot, but for you guys that um, have been kind of paying attention and listening and, and tuning in every week, which I really, really appreciate. Thank you very much. You know that my COVID experience was different than um, others. Some had it very bad, some no problems whatsoever. Myself, yeah, bit of a problem. Known as a long hauler, I, I think the jury's still out on whether I'm going to be considered a long hauler, uh, in the big picture, but for the year post COVID, I definitely had symptoms and wasn't feeling great. We all know this. I've talked about it in detail. I've talked about it uh, from the standpoint of, I just wasn't feeling right. My lungs weren't feeling great. I still had inflammation on my lungs as of probably just five, six weeks ago, coincidentally tying into when I got the first vaccination, I actually feel really great now. Was it as a result of getting vaccinated? <clears throat> I mean, maybe, but I can tell you that I've run a hundred kilometers. I played hockey, working out all things that I couldn't do. I'm not, I'm not here with any scientific stuff. I don't have a, a book this big that breaks down why it did what it did. But I'll tell you this, I was asked today how I'm feeling. I'm feeling 100% for the first time in over a year and a half. I got the vax and the lungs and all these issues that I was having went away. I just spent a week in the woods. It's 45 degrees here in Vancouver. Last year at this time, I was in a lot of pain. My lungs weren't feeling great. It was just, eh. I wasn't feeling great this year. And, and I was around 
fires and I was, you know, camping then, but it was really, really hot. And I was saying to myself, you know, I hope I'm not one of these, you know, oh man, it's the summertime. It's going to be hot. I can't go outside and all the rest of it, you know, for the rest of my life. I was, that was my fear that that's what was going to happen to me, but it's not, I feel great now. Um, I don't have an answer as to why after the shot, I felt great, but I do. So just saying from my own personal experience, super stoked, super stoked to be feeling hundred percent for the first time. So what's going to happen now? Well, we're going to phase three. So let's talk about what phase three is going to look like for us here in British Columbia. I'm going to go to this little, uh, uh, picture in picture here, but um, what's it going to look like for us? Well, it starts July 1st, which is tomorrow uh, for you listening. Um, basically, the criteria is that at least 70% of the 18 plus population has been vaccinated with one dose, which is the case here. Um, mask wise, the biggest controversial part of this whole thing has been masks and lockdowns. People are on every side of the fence. There's arguments for it, against it, all of it. I'm just reading you the facts. The mask guidance, they're recommended in a public indoor settings for people for all people 12 and older who are not yet fully vaccinated. Um, some people may choose to continue to wear a mask because they're fully vaccinated and that's okay. But basically they're saying, it's kind of up to you. So where do you stand? Are you going to do it? Are you going to still wear it? Very interesting question. Very interesting approach that people are taking. Uh, leave your comment below after watching this. Let me know what where you're going to be on it. Again, I'm not getting political. I don't care what side you're on. I just want to know what are you going to do? I welcome your thoughts. Leave it below. I'll leave a comment. Sure. It's worked for me. Listen, I'm just, uh, I'm feeling great. I'm going with how I feel. I'm going with what my doctor, my good friend, doctor with no agenda has told me. And I felt great. Imagine that. I followed my science that works for me and I feel great. Anyways, enough about that. Um, personal gatherings. You can return to normal for indoor and outdoor personal gatherings. Sleepovers. You can have sleepovers now. I'm not too sure how many people are sleeping over, but good for them. Uh, or indoor organized gatherings, 50 people um, or 50% capacity, whichever is greater. No capacity limits on restrictions on religious gatherings or worship services. So if you're going to church, there you go. Get yourself a little place to hang out. Hopefully that'll apply to, to live music because... The difference to me of putting 200 people into a church and 200 people into a club to watch a show, not much difference. Maybe the Lord can answer that question for us. If you're into that sort of thing. That was me looking up, by the way. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, restaurants, bars, and pubs. This is going to be interesting. No group limits for indoor and outdoor dining events. Um, return to normal liquor service hours no socializing between tables Eh, i feel like that's a little wacky i mean if you're releasing these things just go for it they're doing it in texas they're doing it everywhere else if you're going that far just just let them do their thing i don't agree with that one um nightclubs up to 10 people seated at tables i mean again no dancing no socializing between tables why are people going to a club if they're not dancing still a little wacky on that one but Anyways, that's what's going on. Casinos reduce capacity. Gaming stations can operate at 50% capacity. Interesting. Offices, return to workplace, seminars, and bigger meetings allowed. Is anyone going into the office anymore? Or have we all just decided to work from home? To me, working from home seems to be logically and effectively, uh, the most effective cost-effective-wise. So where do you stand on it? Not too sure. All indoor fitness classes allowed normal capacity. This one here, uh, gyms and recreation facilities, normal capacity. Super stoked for my friend, Christine. I broadcast out of the Thrive Movement Studios in White Rock, British Columbia. She's had a gym. Uh, she has another gym in Ocean Park in White Rock, but she's had this location since March, just before the pandemic hit. Uh, yes, I refer to it as a pandemic because it is. Sorry, friends. You don't agree with me, but it was. Anyways... The um, she had a she had a, a a gym here, and she had to sit and watch like Anytime Fitness, and some of these places have ten people run beside each other on a treadmill, but she couldn't put four people eight feet apart in small group training, and I was so frustrated for her. They almost lost uh, the business. So frustrating. So the fact that she can completely come back to normal, I couldn't be more excited for her. Thrive Movement Studios. White Rock, British Columbia, two locations. That's where the Brenton on Tour podcast has been broadcasting out of and doing my shows out of uh, since um, probably September of October. Uh, Christine and her husband, JF, were nice enough to give me the space. And I'm super excited for them to be able to get back to it. So kudos to them. Uh, Outdoor spectators, 5,000 people or 50%. Indoor spectators, 50 people or 50%. Interesting. Um, And then it's going to move to a potential step four. But I mean, step three is pretty close to as normal feeling as we, I think, have felt uh, this whole time. So uh, I'm pretty um, pretty stoked for us as a province and pretty stoked for this um, world to be sort of getting back to normal. I am going back on tour as of August the 20th. I start in Texas. I'm not going to reveal the band just yet, but I am heading out uh, August 20th until Thanks Canadian Thanksgiving, which is the first weekend of October. So I'm, uh, or sorry, the second weekend of October. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be gone until then. Very excited to get back out and do it. Uh, I've got the, uh, the policy sent to me about how they're going to reopen and everything seems pretty normal uh, with the exception of following local health authorities and stuff like that. So very excited to get back on tour and do it. So um yeah, that's kind of what's been going on. I feel great getting the second vax, second dose here uh, momentarily should be any day, and then uh, and then we'll see. We'll see if my tail grows any further, and uh, we'll see if this um, if spoons stick to me. 
you know, we'll see how much, uh, uh, if I'm changing into a robot, all the things that I'm reading about standing by to see about that. Um, very excited to, uh, to get back to that. I'm also super excited about the, um, the many, uh, about the brand new Sopranos spinoff, uh, kind of prequel show that's coming out. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but, uh, the many saints of uh, Newark focusing on, uh, the early rise of Tony Soprano played by his kid, Michael, um, Gandolfini. So James suddenly passed away and, uh, tragically passed away and, and basically put an end to, uh, the franchise from the standpoint of being able to make anything more Sopranos after that. But, um, they're doing a prequel and I'm super stoked about that. They're going to have, uh, James's son, Michael play a young Tony Soprano. They're going to focus on Michael, Michael Imperioli's, uh, uh, Dickie Maltesanti, his father. So any hardcore uh, Sopranos fan listening and watching, uh, how stoked are we about this coming out? It's going to be amazing. So I couldn't be happier about uh, about that coming out. It gives me something super excited to, to, to finally watch because there's just nothing to watch. I'm just not, you know, I'm watching Superman and Lois. Um, I just finished up Little Fires Everywhere and a few other shows. But I mean, eh. You know, nothing's really been uh, jumping out at me, so I'm super stoked to see that come by. So little things. I think I'm going to go watch it in a movie theater. I just watched A Quiet Place 2 with the kids uh, and my wife in the movie theater for the first time in a very, very long time. It felt great. So I think maybe I'll go see it there. So you should go see it. So more comments below. Are you excited about the uh, Sopranos prequel, Many Saints in New York, like me? Welcome your thoughts. Uh, My friends. That's a quick one for this week. I, I really, really appreciate you listening to the Brent Nunsewer podcast week in and week out. Uh, we've been done some amazing numbers uh, this year and season. Uh, if I'm keeping track, uh, you guys have really helped me push this thing to another level. I couldn't be more excited about where it's going to go. More coffee talk, more music, more all of it. But for now, I'm just kind of taking my time, putting out the occasional episode. Yeah, just keeping myself kind of low-key right now and getting back into the swing of things. You can also catch me on the Kids on the Escalator podcast on Tuesday nights with my co-host, Chris Machete. Great, great guy. Old friend of mine. Uh, Comics, music, pop culture, all that stuff we cover over there. So anyways, friends, Brenton on Tour podcast for another week. I'll be back. I got a massive guest booked from The Sopranos that I can't wait to, uh, to bring out and talk to and share with you guys. So make sure you tune in. Please like, subscribe, find me on YouTube. Uh, also, BrentonOnTour.com, wherever you get your pods. Uh, I don't task you guys with very much, but this week I'm going to task you with sharing. I don't care what what you like. Take an episode, any episode I've done, any episode that uh, I've, I've put out, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on audio form, and share it. Just share it with somebody and tag me so I can see that you shared it. And uh, obviously, I really appreciate you getting there. But um, if you can go on, uh, if you're poking around Apple Music and Apple Podcasts and you want to leave a review and tell me what you think of the podcast, any guests that you want me to get on, I'd appreciate that too. So really appreciate you tuning in. That's the Brenton on Tour podcast. Find me everywhere you get your pods. I'll be back on tour very shortly as Brenton on tour. And I'm very excited about that. The idea of Brenton being back on tour, which I touched on earlier and which you'll be able to find me out there trying to find the best coffee in the world. Amazing stories back where I belong on tour. Thanks friends. See you next week.
I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.